Thank you for joining us today on Salon Sluice. My name is Leslie and my co-host is Melissa. I want to remind all of you who listen to us on a regular basis, or maybe this is your first time, to please follow, subscribe, like, share, whatever the case may be for the platform you are on. Now, we do post these episodes on YouTube with video for those of you who'd rather watch. We enjoy making these shows, but unless you interact with us, we're not sure if you do. So please jump on your social media and let us know. You can find us under Salon Sluice on almost any platform. Now, we hope you enjoy today's show. Thank you. I own a salon. I go to a salon, and together, we are the Salon Sluice. We talk about all things psychic, paranormal, and true crime. Hello, Salon Sleuth fans. Hello. Thanks for joining How are us you? today. Yes, I know. So exciting. I don't know what's so exciting. Increase of people, Melissa. Isn't that exciting? It is. But I wanted to share with you also, did you know 58% of our listeners are women? No, but I'm not. 25% are men, but 16% haven't said what they are. Um, The majority of our listeners are 35 to 44. We have a few that are 18 to 22. We have, uh, we have 2% that are 60 to 150. 150? <laughs> I mean, I'd like to interview that person. <laughs> Seriously, they need to be on our show. Yeah, you need to, you need to reach out. If you're, if you're over, let's just say, well, let's just say 90 or over. I want to yeah. hear from you. Let's do that. I want to hear uh, who you are. What's that? I said, I want to hear who you are. Totally. Um, the, the majority of our listeners are listening to Taylor Swift, <laughs> which is more like the 18 to 22, maybe 23 to 27. Okay. I'm Although, not I, like lie to you. I like Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, I like Taylor Swift. They gave me five people, Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, Halsey, Harry Styles, and Lady Gaga. Wow. Yes. That's and we are in United States. Canada, Australia, Vietnam. We have five people in Vietnam. The United wow. Kingdom, Indonesia, Ireland, New Zealand, Croatia, Croatia. What is Croatia. that? Croatia. Yeah, you said that last and time. And unknown. Oh. Again, they don't know where they're at. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's when people don't put like their age or they don't put where they're from. Yeah. Like none of your business where I'm from. They're they're trying to like make sure their security's tight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which I'm fine with. Totally good. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So it's been a big week and uh, I know you have a story and I have a story, but after the free Britney thing, it started this whole wave of things that happened this week. Really? And yeah, I don't know if you want to talk about that first. You want to talk about yours, but um, you know, we just did, we just downloaded the free Britney on what Tuesday. Yeah. And then did you see the whole Serena Williams, Osaka tennis match thing? Mm -mm. Okay. Serena Williams, like an amazing, amazing, probably greatest of all time tennis player, right? Amazing. both, Both her and her sister, like they're amazing. Well, so she lost to Osaka. And Osaka grew up watching Serena. So like for her, this is amazing. She's also African-American. So I don't know if she's black American. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to be PC on that one, but she's of, of color, right? So here's this historic match. These two women at the top of their games, Osaka beat Serena. 
And, you know, Serena has been GOT greatest of all time. That's my, uh, you know, enlightenment moment. I was trying to be young and hip there for our 35 year olds. Um, she's been a, she's been a goat for a long time. Right. Um, and she loses and she so graceful, you know, so great, graceful grace, just a lot of grace. She goes and she hugs her and they have a conversation. And of course, Osaka is just like, oh my God, this is like, this is like my men, my, my hero. Right. And I've beaten her and this is amazing. And Serena goes to do the press conference and they say to her, well, do you think this indicates that it's time for you to retire? Are you, you know, they're kind of alluding to, you know, maybe you're done. Maybe you're just the one. And she got emotional. She got emotional and she got up and she just left. She just walked out. So this started like this whole snowball of conversation with my girlfriends and I um, about women in general and women in sports. And the reason why I say it refers to this whole free Britney thing is we touched on the whole Justin Timberlake um, issue with Britney and the Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake thing, how we treat women is different in this culture than how we treat men. And no man would be set on a stage in front of a microphone and asked if he was a virgin, unless he had already come out and said he was right. Like I could see that. And then unless you were always claiming to be that and you were like, that's kind of your, but your I don't image. think she was that w- that was maybe her image, but I don't think she ever publicly talked about her sexual, sexual goals. Right. I don't know what you call that, but but so this whole thing she was waiting for marriage. Well, she did after that. She did after when she was asked, okay. which was an inappropriate ask, but yeah, she did after she was asked. So this whole thing about Serena comes out and then, um, it's noted that people will say greatest female tennis player. They always put an adjective in front of it. Right. And then down below in the comments, some a-hole says, I don't care what you say. These, these women would get trashed in the men's court. (sighs) Okay. First of all, why do you need to say that? I mean, I know there's trolls and those comments against each other, women and men. They don't. So maybe that's why they put women. Yeah, but they don't do that with men. Uh, Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. They'll say Michael Jordan is the best basketball player ever. Yeah. Or who was the last guy? Kobe Bryant. Uh, they don't make that denotion denotion. I'm bad with words today. They don't make that note about male. So it started this whole conversation. Like, why do we do that? Um, and it kind of went into this whole thing where my girlfriend then says, well, I was just on a thread with a group of, um, CEO women that I'm a member of. And somebody had said, had, had sent us all a message saying, Hey ladies, blah, 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 blah. You know, she had a question and she had a comment or something. And two people got back to her and said, um, can you not refer to us as ladies? That's offensive. And she didn't use that word, but basically, you but know, they the were word is offensive. In the call. Yeah. All women. So it kind of started this whole conversation. And now I'm watching game of Thrones. 
and I've been going around the house going, my lady, my Lord, you know, this whole thing, because they do a lot of it. And so I kind of was like, okay, well, why is late? Are you offended by ladies? No. Okay. Me neither. Now I'm not sensitive to those things though. I'm not either. Everybody is. Yes. You have to be really careful. Be, I'm not one of those people. And, but I also feel like people are out. They're so bored maybe that they're looking for a fight. They're looking for something, but you can't please everybody. Like well, I'm just not one of those. I'm yeah. not either. And I think, I think that there are some valid concerns about our language that we use, like some terms that I didn't know historically um, were degrading to people of color or um, spoke to different kinds of um, religious beliefs. I didn't know some of those things that the phrases that we have. So I get those, like I get, you know, making awareness, but not attacking people if they don't know, like, you know, just saying, Hey, you know, that term has been to put down blah, 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 or whatever. So it kind of started this whole thing with me. And I'm like, why are they offended by lady? Are you offended by woman? Me? Yeah. No. Female? You could call me anything, Melissa. I wouldn't. What if I, what if me a biatch? Like, like, (laughs) what if I called you ma'am? No. I mean, I Even, wouldn't say, oh my God, they think I'm older. <laughs> I also, I don't freak out when people actually call me that. Like I, I don't yeah. care. I don't care. So have you ever worked in the corporate world um, where anyone has called you like a man, especially an older man called you honey or sweetie or dear? I wouldn't care. Okay. I am the same as you. I agree with that. However, I people do get offended by it. I am offended if that person I do not like, or if they are offensive in other ways. So if they are, if I'm constantly feeling like they are talking down to me or degrading to women to make a point yes and because it's in the whole context of the whole conversation you can understand yes. they're like okay ma'am or you know like yeah you could understand why they're saying that well, and honey can you give me a cup of coffee yeah, yeah yeah honey can you give me a cup of coffee hey dear will you do that yeah no I agree with that it depends and it also depends on their age if they're 70 or 80 years old and they call me a term of endearment. Like, I think that's a term of endearment. I'm perfectly fine with that. Now, a lot of women, well, I'm not going to say a lot because I don't have a clue how, what the percentage is, but there are some women that would be offended by that. Right. Totally. I'm personally not offended by that, but I'm also would not be offended if Joe Biden came up to me and put his hand on my shoulder or kissed my head. Now, if he stuck his finger, you know, where I'd be offended. Right. Cause that was the other rumor. Right. Um, oh, but from him. Well, Yes, that oh, was yeah. that was the big rumor, which, you know, don't go. I'm not going to go politics, but that doesn't equate to 30 women saying that they were raped by this man. But that's beside the point. Um, I'm I also take things for their age group. Yeah. You know, like I'm not with our grandparents and they are with, you know, our kids. Right. But I do think like if I had a person that I was working with that was my age and he said something in a sort of demeaning tone about sweetie or honey or something like that, I might be a little offended. I might be like, uh, don't call me that. Um, so I get that. Just throw it back at them. Yes. And you go, uh, we'll be, we'll be even because we've said something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just a passive aggressive way of saying, I don't like when you call (laughs) me that. Right. Well, without without it being super confrontational, you're just back at them. Yeah. Correct. 
yeah. So then I was like, okay, why is lady bad? What'd you say? I said that is passive aggressive. I guess <laughs> <laughs> never put it that way before, but yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, maybe is she not a lady? Is she going through a transition or something where she well, took offense to that? Like, well, that's what I was thinking. Like, okay, I could see people. This whole them they culture that I have to admit I have a little. I struggle with a little bit to know how you use that when well then now we're just like okay what do we ever say to anybody because we don't know what would be offensive or not like I know how do you just generally like hey person like I don't even know how you would do that without knowing I don't know so to your point yeah um I should I should have Jacob back on because we talked about this over the break and he's like as a man now in this world trying to date or have a relationship with a girl. Like, I don't know what I can say and what I can't. And he is, his friends were around and they said, honestly, I'd rather a girl makes a move because I don't want to be offensive. So we have almost frozen men. And then my daughter's the exact opposite where she's like, oh no, it is a man's job to, you know, to show interest in me. And and she's petrified to make the first move. So she is going to wait until somebody makes the move because she's so scared right? Which the guys are too. So it kind of started this whole snowball for me. And then my girlfriends were sending me videos of these amazing, like softball, this amazing softball player. She's a, I I, darn it. I should, I should know the team, but she's a, an amazing, I think she was a shortstop. She gets the throw to second. I played softball. So I, I love this kind of stuff, but she gets the throw to second from the catcher. It's high. She jumps over the runner that's sliding in grabs the ball, comes down between her legs, jumping in the air and tags the girl out before she hit second. And everyone was like, Oh my God, that was amazing. That was amazing. Read down the comments. Some guys like this isn't a sport. Wait, what? I think people like that are just starting a fight. They're just looking for, well, and honestly, like, um, I never do this, but Ella does like when she watches TikTok. (laughs) again TikTok but she reads the comments and the, the way I don't know if I read them they would be as funny but the way she reads them they are <laughs> She's so funny. funny like so I think like some people like that guy are just looking to fight because mainly I agree commenting on that are encouraging they're super excited they're probably women and I agree. Had this one guy who's like I'm ready to like battle like just I agree the same thing with Ella and her friends like during the beginning of COVID and everyone was very opinionated on social media yes and like, they're just looking for something yeah they, they want to they're bored like, so somebody sent out a meme of this like 600 pound man behind a computer naked in his computer chair and says, this is the guy who said softball, girl softball was not a sport. You know, that's mean. it is mean. It is mean. But, um, you know, you just don't know who be, who's behind that screen right. either. And I think that's kind of your point. Not that it's probably a 600 pound man that's naked. Um, but so uh, I do want to read you just a little bit of information that I gathered on the word lady. Okay. So lady was originally used to refer to a woman who ran a household or had servants And, um, later it became referred to as a woman of high rank. So it didn't actually start out as that. It just was a woman who ran a household or had servants. And then it became a woman of high rank, um, lady, woman, and female began as nouns, not as adjectives. 
So you wouldn't say lady wolves, it was, or women's, women's basketball. Like it was not an adjective. And now we've you know, switched that, um, female first referred to a woman or a girl, not to animals. So about a hundred years late by within a hundred years, this guy did an extensive, and I was reading it and it was just so thick, but it was an extensive, like century by century kind of thing. Um, but within a hundred years, it was also being described as, as animals, like you say a female dog or something like that. But interestingly enough, they didn't describe male animals like that. It was just the females. So then it became agreed that female was a disparaging, this was the beginning of the 20th century. It was generally agreed that female was a disparaging term as it made no differentiation between humans and animals. In the 1800s, in the writings, it's populated with things like lady doctor, female lawyer, women scientists, not for men, just for the women. And so I, I kind of went through a whole bunch of terms and kind of went down the rabbit hole um, of common, or I guess, adjectives that we use for women that we don't use for men. So for example, bossy, we don't say a man is bossy. Right. We don't say they're feisty. Um, now this one is interesting. Um, these words have different meanings for men versus women. Okay. Aggressive. If a woman is aggressive versus if a man is aggressive. Typically we think of a man being aggressive as physically aggressive. If a woman is aggressive, we think of her as being verbally aggressive. Mm. I think I put them on the same level only because where I work, I have experienced a little bit of both from different male, female. Now, so would you say- I if, understand that, like I, I yeah. that, but I also would, these two people that I'm thinking of would use the same word for them, even though they're okay. not the same sex, but that's just one particular person. I mean, one particular, that's just me. Because if I said, if I said that that man is aggressive, would you think he was just sort of the same as a woman if I said she was aggressive? Um, when I think of these two people, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. But like if I were to think of somebody outside these two people that I, the two people that I would think <laughs> of as being aggressive, uh -huh. think of them as aggressive in the same way than I would, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then the other one is emotional. Yeah. If a woman is emotional, it's different than if a man is emotional and sensitive. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Completely different. Yeah. Which you having boys can relate to this too. I mean, I've had this conversation with Jacob and Eric that as a society, and I don't even know how this happened because I, I don't want to contribute to this, but I, I'm sure I have is how we tell our boys it's okay to cry, but then we somehow send a message to them. It's not okay to be sensitive. It's not okay to cry. It's not okay to be emotional. Yeah. But yet we're women when they are those things, we actually put them down for it, but we expect it. Yeah. Like we expect them to be those things, but we kind of put them down for it. Ambitious is another one. We don't typically refer to a man as being yeah. ambitious, but we will like with a woman. Um, and then what I loved the one kind of light piece out of here or the fun part is in 2019, Nike did an ad celebrating crazy women in parentheses, and it's really good. And it's 
all circles back to Serena Williams. So you have to watch it. I'll send it to you, or you can just put in um, Nike ad crazy women. And it basically says that um, when women show emotion, they're dramatic. When they want to play men in sports, they're nuts. They're delusional. They're ain't when they get angry at a play, um, they're hysterical, you know, instead of what we would say to a man, like, and this was, this was one of those things, which I think we mentioned, I think this was the last year is Serena got really mad at that ref. Do you remember that? Mm -mm. And they penalized her and the ref, I can't remember what he did, what she did or he did, but it was like a big brouhaha. Um, funny that it's her too. And I was like, wait, if a man does that, it's fine. Like who was that guy? The really famous tennis player McEnroe yeah. who broke rackets. Yeah. And I think she'd thrown a racket too. I think that was the other thing who threw broke rackets and like screamed and yelled and stomped and all that stuff. Everybody thought that was funny. Like, Oh, he's the greatest of all time kind of thing. And then Serena does it and she gets penalized and I, I agree that there, we have some issues. We have issues on both sides. I'm not saying that. And this is not just about like bashing men in any way, shape or form. I do think we are way too sensitive, but I do, I am enlightened. This is one of Mo's enlightenment moments that I am enlightened that we do have different language. We do have different ways of describing men and women. We do. Well, and I think it's come a long way in, in history, like from where it, our grandparents were to be are we now and I think it's just going to keep evolving but I do think women also use those things to our advantage when we need to we'll shed a tear if we have to or we'll to try to get our way we need I to lost you 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 of who we are don't you think as well stop tt tt you went out so you're okay. gonna need to replay all that okay I was um I was just saying we have evolved like from our grandparents times to now and it's just going to keep evolving but I also think that we will use women or who we are as women to our advantage when it comes to like getting our way absolutely yeah, so, so we're we're going to fight for it but then we're also going to use it so use it's it. fair you can't have both you have to pick one or the other but I do agree with you we use we use our sexuality. It's interesting because it all comes back to the game of Thrones, but we, we use our sexuality in as a weapon too, to get our way or to get power or whatever. So we can't have it both ways. We can't say we want to be equal, but we want to flaunt sex or whatever. Like, I don't know. That's a crazy thing. That's so yeah. it is, it is. I and I do think, think, yeah, I think that's why the people have problems with us as well because we can't have it both ways correct or yeah. some people will still want to be in the kitchen and they want to be the wife but then there's a whole other group that are super ambitious and aggressive and yes see and they want to be at the top they want to be but you know honestly like if I were to go to my insurance carrier and I'm looking yeah. for a new doctor yeah. I'm probably, and especially depending on what I'm going to see, I might look for a female doctor. Right. So if I'm basing it on names, I'm not going to know. So I would prefer that there was either a male or female in front of it for that reason. Or, or a picture. Care. Or a picture. Or a picture. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I am not sensitive and 
Um, I mean, I am <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Those site, those things when people are talking about. But I, I mean, I don't know. I think some people are, and some people are for good reasons, and some people are are just because they are just correct. They're just fighting the fight. They want to fight everything. Like I don't want to fight. Like that's yeah. not my. That's not my go-to. I don't want to have a tumultuous, angry life. Like I want to have a happy life. And I want to give people the benefit of the doubt that if, see, I'd call him a gentleman, but is that offensive? Like if some, if some male says to me, uses a term of endearment to me, that's a compliment. Like he doesn't mean it to degrade me or put me down. It's a compliment. That's where I go to first. That's my go-to. And now the word ladies, I think of a, it's like a good thing, not a bad thing. Yeah. Unless I don't. So I found a Reddit string, which I don't normally look at Reddit, but my son, it's like his favorite thing. Um, And this gentleman had posted that he had referred to um, a group of lady coworkers. He was all with ladies and he was like the boss and he had referred to them as ladies. And they had, at least a few of them had come back and said, you know, don't, that's, not the term we want to be called. And so he very honestly put that on Reddit and said, you know, I don't quite understand what to say then. Like, can you guys kind of help me? And so these were his takeaway points. He had four, which I thought the fourth was a little, little repetitive. So I didn't put it in here, but I have three. Um, He said, number one, was that uh, one of the difficulties with the word arises from the use of gender when gender isn't required. Yeah. So he could have said, hello team, hello colleagues. That would have been a gender neutral comment that wouldn't have called out that they're all women. Now, the other, the other terms that people threw out, I think are much too casual as he points out, folks, y'all, all people. Like, I think that's too casual to say to a group at work. Um, what do you think about that? I would make sense. I don't know. I think I would rather be addressed like as a group, if we are all women yeah. <laughs> versus folks, Folks, like, I know. Like worried that, like, okay, now he's just worried about what he's saying, right? Like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, there's always going to be that one person in the group that's going to have a problem with it. Yeah. There, well, the a- second, the, his second takeaway was that historically the connotation of ladies was that they were delicate and powerless princesses, which historically is not true, by the way. I mean, I went through the the history of it and really it was women who did run a house, who did have servants. So they were um, homestead makers, right? And then they were women of stature. Yeah. So that doesn't really fly either, um, but that others find it um, empowering. Some women find it empowering. They do just like you and I, where it's like, hey ladies, like, that's great. Don't call me ma'am. You know, like when we, you go certain places and they have a name tag, it says like she, her, the things, then we have to put lady, (laughs) man, like these are all the things that I'm okay with. Like you can, and then you got to check your tag. Like you can call me like a man. I don't even care. Like, (laughs) like as long as you address me when I'm walking in the door and you're busy with somebody, Hey, I'll be right with you. Like, yeah, ma'am, lady, boy, I don't care. 
Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I might care if they called me a boy. I'd be like, what? I mean, do I look like that? Like, it would be also kind of funny because clearly you're not. <laughs> right. Then I would think, oh, that's, he's being funny. Like, like I like subtle. Yeah. I mean, you do funny things like that. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Like I'd love to tell a joke and be straight faced and people don't know if I'm, which then it comes across as being rude because they don't know if I'm getting it on. But I like Michael can do that. Like certain people can do that. And I think it's hilarious when, but yeah. um, a lot of people don't get my humor. So I do come across as <laughs> inappropriate or rude or unless you really know me. Like, Are you having I, bra issues today? Well, I don't know why I'm filming <laughs> It's all backwards, like in the videos. I can't tell like which way I'm doing it. Sorry. Oh, I, don't know. I try to do it when I'm not talking, so I'm not on the video. <laughs> So but, you guys, like, you, that strap? listeners yeah. who don't know where we record for YouTube, right? Yeah. And so you can also watch us. So she's just like fiddling with her shirt and she just keeps doing it. I'm like, so, backwards. Doing? so like, if I'm doing it one way, it's opposite what's on the screen. And then I don't think uh, I'm sorry. backwards. Well, I'm did backwards. you see the last video? Cause I did my hair like oh. four different ways. No. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I really don't like what I'm looking at. So I'm like, Oh, I got to fix myself. Uh, oh well, just look at me don't look at yourself that helps well I do have a client too it's kind of going along the same things is like the people collecting money at uh, holiday time out front yeah. of stores and they're like Merry Christmas Happy Holidays well she's Jewish and she is one of those people that will attack one of those people oh and I don't think they're not saying like they're just like thank you yes like, happy holidays, whatever holiday you're at, like, and yes. you have to worry about every little thing you say, because traditionally those were the, I don't even know who they were like Salvation Army people or whatever that were out there. Yes, Salvation them. Army. And so they're not saying, I mean, like that you need to be a Christian, right? Like I don't, I wouldn't even care if somebody, I put money in something and they told me happy Hanukkah. Great. I agree with you're you. You're welcome. I, if you they know, said happy Hanukkah, I'd be like, you're right. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Like, I, but to like attack people because they, they use the wrong words unknowingly that it was going to offend somebody like everybody, I think just needs to chill out. And especially now, I think so, so many people are so hypersensitive to every little thing. And maybe it's because I'm not offended. Maybe because I'm not yeah. personally going through something, but if somebody's reacting in that way, it's because they have a, a personal feeling attached to whatever it is that they're saying. Yeah. And but I don't want to devalue the message. Cause I think we can all evolve. And I do think I've evolved over, you know, black lives matter and really understanding some of the issues a little bit more because I didn't know them. So I think when we have the, when we have the information and the facts, we can understand it better. I don't think that we need to go overboard, but I don't think it's bad to talk and listen. You know, some of us have issues. We just go, Oh, I'm not going to listen to that. But well, no, I actually want to know like the whole ladies thing. I was like, I actually want to know. Like, what is the well, offensive thing? I'm not offended, but I'm not personally attacking you. I was just right. in general. So yes, if you're taking Merry Christmas, I am sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean it personally to yeah. you. Like, yeah. Yeah. So if somebody doesn't believe in God, but they celebrate Christmas, I don't think I typically hear them being offended that somebody wished them a Merry Christmas or why are we, why are we, I have heard that before though, from some people, like they get annoyed that things are closed on Christmas, even if they don't believe, like, I just think it's, it's, it's like going to Mexico and being pissed off. We went to Mexico one time and it was their elections 
and they don't serve alcohol on the day before election and election day or something. And we didn't know that. And so we show up and the next day we're like all ready to go. And they're like, Oh, day before elections, we can't serve alcohol. And we're like, what? Like, <laughs> dude, we came here yeah. to do nothing but sit by the pool and drink margaritas. And, um, but dude, you're in their country. Like, yeah. What am I going to be offended that I, because I'm not, I'm not um, from Mexico and we're having an election and I'm not voting. Like I'm going to be offended that they can't serve alcohol. No, I'm going to respect their societal norm, which is that if I'm in America where predominantly people celebrate Christmas, whether they're Christians or not, they celebrate Christmas predominantly the day is going to be, you know, the, the whole city's going to close down on Christmas day for one day. Yeah. Well, you know, when I grew up in, not, I didn't grow up in Texas, but I spent my summers in Texas. There were certain things you couldn't buy on Sundays. You only could buy necessities. Yes. So like, so we're like, if I were to throw a fit at the store because of that, yeah. it's not going to go anywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm yelling at the wrong person. Yeah. It's not going to change as a whole right. because of that one person, like they're just, they're working. I, my uh, girlfriend went to Utah this summer and she was all bent out of shape. She's like Marco pulling us in the car. Like we can't find anywhere to eat. It's Sunday. We can't go to a restaurant. I'm like, dude, you are in Utah on a Sunday. Of yeah. course there's nothing open. Yeah. What did you expect? You're in Utah. They need to go to a bar. Yeah. <laughs> if they can find one, <laughs> I think IHOP was open. So <laughs> yeah. There's going to be yeah. some places. And honestly, I kind of like it when things close down for like old traditions. And if somebody wanted to close down for Hanukkah, I would respect that as well. Me too. Me I'm too. Okay with that. Like, I'm not going to freak out. Like, no. it's like, and I actually have one of our favorite, uh, like teriyaki places. I think they actually close for one of the Chinese holidays or something. Well, great. What I just turn around. And- Wait, which one do you like? We like Mishita in Tualatin. Where's that? Uh, the corner of Tualatin and Lower Bones Ferry Road. I'm trying to think of where that is because I really uh, like the Do you know where CIs yeah. used to be? It's I go right play next the, um, bingo there. Are well, you- it's closed. I know. We used to. Uh, okay. Good. Well, they're closed for COVID. I mean, yeah. I don't know when they're opening back up, but okay. So I, I have lived here. Back open now. I, I have lived here for 20 years and I've never been there. So when it opens back up, will you go with me? Oh my gosh. I go with play my, bingo like, my or trivia neighbor. We go play bingo together. Okay. I love bingo. I love trivia nights. I love all that stuff. And I've never done it. Yeah. It's there. really fun. The funny thing is too, when somebody wins and everybody else loses, they crumple up their cards and throw it at you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love well, because, okay, seriously, I never win anything ever like gambling. I think I won like two things in my entire life. So I will go and spend $30 playing bingo versus $30 at a, like a table, a blackjack Me table. Too. I'm going to lose it immediately. Cause I'm just not. And in fact, um, that there's a movie called cooler and I would be the cooler. If I come around, you will start losing. So <laughs> when Michael's winning at the casino. He's like, don't come here. Like, don't come near me. I'm doing like, and I'm like, Oh, okay. So I stay back because I know, I, oh, I just like that, like when I think God just said, you're still you pulling your shirt. Every, you're still pulling your shirt. I know. I know. <laughs> um, God is just, is, I have to earn all my pennies, which is fine. I'm okay with earning it. Uh, anyway, I have a story for you, Melissa. And I love your backdrop. Are those love rocks? They are. These oh, are actually the love rocks from the girls. 
So today I want to tell you a story about Anna and Abigail. And they are half sisters. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, maybe half sisters. Um, the mom and dad got married. Abigail was already in the picture with dad from a previous relationship. So um, for the wedding, they made these love rocks and they were passing around. So they're regular rocks with um, fabric. I think they're probably, what do you, Mod Podge on the Mod, top. Mod yeah. Podge, yeah. So they would make these rocks. But these girls on one fall afternoon, it was October 20th, 2013. And it was that were, long ago? It was a long time ago. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And so imagine, okay, I want to tell you why I came up to the story to begin with is recently we had that snow, the snow or ice storm, whatever you want to call it. And um, some people had pushed some snow up against and made these huge piles on the side of the road. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I've got a big car. I'm just going to go kind of up and over, right? Which then yeah. reminded me of the story. And that's why I wanted to share it with you. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's how I came up with the story. And because how fun would it be on a fall day, a huge peel of, a pile of, not a peel, a <laughs> pile of leaves, right? On the side of the road, on the road, but it, on the side, wouldn't it be fun just to like blow through it? Yes. It might be fun. Yes. I mean, we don't know what's in it or on the other side of it. It's like splashing in a mud puddle, a big mud right, puddle like or going through those like big, it. yeah, with your car and like swoosh. Yeah. Right. So that's exactly what this, this young lady, I think she was 19 at the time, maybe 18. Um, she was with her brother and her boyfriend in the car. And it was like on her way home, they see this huge pile. They're like, do it, do it, do it. Wasn't it like five, um, 5 PM? It was, it was, in the it afternoon. was getting towards, it was getting towards dusk. Right. Yeah. So she goes through this pile, a huge pile of leaves and they hit something in it and they just keep going. And they're kind of freaking out like, oh my God, what did you hit? And well, what they hit were these two girls, Anna and Abigail and I couldn't find it recently, but I kind of remember reading about why they were in the pile to begin with. They had just made this huge pile of leaves. I believe from what I remember that dad went in to go get a camera. He was going to take pictures of them and they thought it would be funny to hide in the pile of leaves. But just recently I couldn't find that information, but in my mind, I kind of remember that's why they were hiding in it. Cause why else would you hide in it knowing that your dad's going to be right back out with the camera? But in that time, they were hit by this, this girl oh and her boyfriend gosh. and the um, brother. I believe the brother then rode his bike back to the scene and actually talked to the dad. And the dad was freaking out. He was on the phone with 911 and Anna had died on the scene. Abigail was lift, airlifted to Randall's Children's Hospital where she died the next day. Now, um, of course, that was terrible. Aunt Abigail, who was the older one, was 11. The younger one was six. She was a first grader. Abigail was going into, I don't know what you would be going into at, at 11 years old. Well, like probably oh, sixth grade. She was sixth going to grade, grade. Yeah. And um, so it sounds like they were only like a half a block down, like just a few, like, but they Close knew to their house. They knew that they had hit them because the brother had gone back and talked to the dad and then he goes back home and they're like freaking out because she had they knew that they had killed this girl and there was another one that seriously injured so instead of coming back to the scene which a normal person would have they end up going to walmart 
they went and got ice cream and then they, I think believe they went back home and went to bed. And then the next day they got up and washed the car. And it wasn't, it was two days after the accident, a neighbor tipped them off that, hey, these people washed their car, they were doing this thing. And um, they were then interviewed and then they confessed that they were the ones that doing it, that, that did it. Two days after the fact, and your neighbors, you live right down the street from these people. And so, it was a huge deal all over the yeah. Portland area. It, it happened in Forest Grove, yeah. which for those of you who don't know Forest Grove, Oregon, it's a cute little college town, kind of rural, yeah. and they have a ton of old oak trees lining the street. So I can just imagine the beauty of all those leaves and that yeah. big pile of leaves. And How yeah, fun that was. they were just having fun. They were going to yeah. like scare their dad or whatever. They were just hiding in a pile of leaves, but in the street. And so, you know, um, Anna died immediately. The mom really wanted to hold her daughter one last time. I mean, I believe Anna must have been the product of maybe, I can't remember, like, was that their own daughter? No. Their daughter together? Yeah, but they were just getting married when they were making the love rock. So I don't know. I don't know the dynamic. I believe Anna was that mom's daughter I can't remember but she just wanted to hold her one more time and because the girl had left it's now a crime scene she's not able to touch her they have to take her for like you know examination or whatever to did she die because of the car accident right kind of thing right so she wasn't able to hold her daughter and so then Abigail is airlifted she's able to give her liver her kidneys so she saves three people and then eyesight to another young child. Mm. So she's able, she gives life to basically four other people because of that. But I believe they airlifted her for that reason. Like they knew that she wasn't going to survive, but let's keep her here till we can get, cause she didn't die till the next day. So they kept her probably on life support yeah. in order to bring all these other people in because they, they're like, we have a donor for you. Oh. Which is super sad. So here's the other really crappy thing was the girl that left, she is convicted. She is put on probation and um, like, what did they call it? Um, They called it like some sort of probation, like professional or whatever probation, which I'm guessing she has like a parole officer that she had to check in with. And then she had to do 250 hours of community service. Now she just ran through a thing of leaves. She didn't purposely hit anybody. Right. But she, she didn't did, see the kids and she did not know. She didn't aim for them, but she left. She left, didn't know at the time that she hit them, but then found out that she did and still didn't return, right? She also knew she hit something. Clearly, yes. that boy rode his bike back because he thought they knew they hit there something. was something, something bad happened. Yeah. So I just want to go through my notes really quick. Um, it ends up, so she's convicted of this thing. They go for appeal and she wins it's overturned and the reason why she's overturned because there's this weird loophole in the law saying that um if somebody is hurt or is killed i actually wrote this down let me write, let me get over here in the court of oregon law it does not require a driver to return to the scene if they learn later that someone is hurt or killed so even though she found that out, she wasn't obligated 
to stay or even turn herself in. That's why the appeals court overruled it or overturned the conviction. Overturned it because she didn't know she hit anybody at the time. Right. And the, right. And the girls, because they weren't asked, they couldn't ask for help. It'd be different if the girls were crying out, asking for help. She had the obligation to stay, but because they didn't, because they were wow so injured, they couldn't. So that's, that's so it's, it's a loophole in the law. And so the mom, um, she immediately during the first trial said that she, she could either live in anger the rest of her life, or she can yeah. forgive her. And yeah. she was a school teacher for 17 years. And she said a lot of the times when they were like out on recess, if a child accidentally hurt another child she would teach them go and apologize do the right thing and so she just really wanted this girl to do the right thing to own up to what she had done and she just wanted her to come back because if she would have come back she would have been able to hold Anna one last time because at that time it wouldn't have been a crime and so she kind of blames her for that not being able to because she never came back she didn't get to have that little moment with her daughter Mm. but so you know they made these love rocks the mom um I believe had a younger daughter named Alice a a younger one younger than six they must have already had an older child as well um they make more love rocks and on what would have been Abigail's uh 16th birthday they went to the DMV with the father Abigail's two best friends and the younger sister, I believe. And um, they were there to tell Abigail's story because she would have had her driver's license that day. She was like, she would have been one of those kids that would have been there that day. And um, they were giving love rocks to anybody who was getting the driver's license that day. Aww. So another mom reaches out saying that her son received that rock on the day that her son got his driver's license. And he came out saying, I got my license for both of them. Oh, yeah. You already so, almost had me in tears and now. Uh. Yeah. So, you know, if you were to find a love rock or want to make love rocks, I mean, I don't know if this is what, it, if it originated from them, but I, when I see them, that's what I remember are these two girls that died like unexpectedly and accidentally in this terrible thing. And as a new driver in the house, I have two, like to teach them when you have big things on the side of the road, I went through the snow. I didn't think somebody was in the snow, but then they didn't think anybody was in the lead yeah. either, right? And I so- think I think the lesson though is when you think you've hit something, you have to stop. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and do the right thing, just, even if it was an accident. The right thing. Yes. Yeah. So um, because I, the box, they said yeah, it's. Um, like unexpected and and you either give them to them or leave them somewhere because somebody's going to find it when they need it. And I've seen them around parks here and things and they do. I just go, Oh yeah. My really good friend, Carolyn, she found one in a parking lot near where we were at the club. And, um, it had like the same date on it that I think it was either her son's birthday or maybe the day that he had passed away. Oh. And this woman had wrote a little note on the back of it. Cause she was making her own version of the love rocks and she finds her and contacts her. And it was because I think they both had sons that had this thing that had happened to them. Oh. And it, I think it was like, you know, 10 years apart. It was something, but it was on this, they had a common date to them. Oh. And I think they had exchanged information and they became like 
you know, acquaintances, pen pals, yeah. Cool. But I mean, I think if I love that kind of stuff, I'd love to um, surprise people unexpectedly. And I think Love Rocks would be a really good thing. But as a designer, will Mod Podge wash off if you leave these outside? It does. I think okay. you have to use a Varathane or a varnish. Um, I oh, would do Varathane. Protected though. You could put it yeah. on with the Mod Podge, but then you'd have to put something else. Correct. I'd use Varathane, which is a brand name. There's an outdoor Varathane. I just okay. put that over it. Okay. Um, although I will tell you funny story that, um, do you remember when we did the amazing races for the school district? No. Weren't you at, well, you were working at the club. Okay. Well we did, we did, um, it was like amazing race style and we had rocks that you had to go into the pool Okay, I do and a pool rock event. yeah and find a number and then come up and they were all turned over so you couldn't see so you had to pick them up and find one till you found a number well the numbers started coming off and I think I had used oh maybe I didn't seal them maybe that was the deal I had used um nail polish mm-hmm. and it started coming off in the pool so yeah I would use an oh, outdoor because I thought about painting them with nail polish, but that will come up too. I, it will come up. I, I would then cover it with the outdoor very Well, I have to say that pool <laughs> there, yeah. um, chlorine is so strong. Like you get a one season use, um, swimsuit out of that. Place. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, so. with good reason, there's a lot of kids in there. So, um, yeah, I think you should make love rocks. I think you should spread it. I think you should be careful when you're driving and also like own up to your mistakes. Yeah. Even though that would be really hard to know that you could just killed two girls or killed one, the other ones in critical condition. And and the mom said that she said, I would have hugged her and we would have, she said, we would have moved forward together. (sighs) That's but she didn't know that. That's the other thing. She didn't know she, that looking back, she didn't know that, but, yeah. but if that she, didn't you say known it was an accident, didn't like, you say she also, uh, not maybe in this podcast, but didn't you say that she pled not guilty? She pled not guilty for the first trial because she didn't know, but she did do it. Yeah, she, she did do it. Did. I'm, I'm guilty from driving through a bunch of leaves. Right. That is what I'm guilting. And not coming forward when I knew people were hurt. That's the part. That's the part that's terrible. Yeah. It wouldn't have saved them. No. But the mom would have had that last moment with her daughter. They could have like, you know, worked through it. Well, and to carry that would be very heavy for the rest of your life, knowing that. As I recall, recently something like this happened. And um, it was in, I think, I want to say it was downtown Portland. And the driver stayed. And he was not prosecuted because it was um, an accident like that. I can't remember. I want to say that somebody walked out in front of a car or something um, like they wanted to commit suicide or whatever. And they walked out in front of his car and he hit them and he, of course, stopped and did the right thing. Right. But I'm sure he was thinking, oh, my God, like this could be the end of my life as I know. Right. Right. And and also knowing that she will never be the same this young girl at 19 to go through that and at 19 i don't know that you have all your wits about you to be emotionally aware of what you should do like you you maybe know what you should do right black and white but then to really do it yeah i'm not sure well and the other thing is if 
her brother and boyfriend were so you know adamant like go through the leaves you know and she's like okay and she goes through what part of them told her just to go 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 let's get out of here yeah yeah it was don't stop her? or maybe she never maybe she never really stopped like going through the leaves i mean i would think she probably would have gotten a bump bump you know two bumps like oh my god i just went over two things yeah um, and then you would have been like, holy shit, what was that? Yeah, but in your, like, what are the chances that there were two kids in that? Like, I if, would agree. If I hit something there, I'd be like, oh crap, there was like a log or you know yeah. something else that I didn't know that was, you know, like I'd put a leaf pile over something I didn't want anybody to see. Right. I right. would have never guessed that there would have been two girls in there. Like I right. would, and but just to not come back when you found out would be well and then the thought that knowing let's just say that she never got caught knowing that you did that but never went back that would yeah. have to like that would give you cancer yeah oh my gosh okay so speaking of piles on the road <laughs> i know that i mentioned the man on 205 that ran off the 205 bridge into yeah. the columbia river Michael mentioned recently it the that okay. they downed the car they found the car. They found the man. Indeed, it was the man who the family said, I think yep. this is our father. Um, he was coming home from their family owned restaurant business in the Hazeldale, I want to say Vancouver area and was coming over 205. And, you know, my big question was like, how, how, did, storm. how did he yeah. that ramp so perfectly? Okay, here's it. And how fast was he going, Melissa? The snow plows had plowed snow up to the edge of the bridge making a ramp i so was the ramp the whole length of the bridge or he it just was. happened to hit that one spot no, that i think it was the whole the river i think but obviously the water was only 20 feet deep but it was a hundred feet down or something is that right what how could it be 20 feet deep but at 100 where, where he was found oh. by sonar yeah it was he was, it was really hard down. to find him I didn't look up any of this information. I just okay. know by what I was told. Okay. But it was like 150 feet down, right? Well, it was really hard to find. I do know that. And then 150 feet off of the bridge. Oh, yes. It was at the... So like he, he yes. moved a lot. He moved a lot. Yeah. Where they found him, it was 20 feet deep where they found the car. Okay. But he launched 150 feet. So had that Holy not been so shit. far, he could have... Because I asked Michael, like, was he alive? He's like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, of course not. He's like, yeah. he went down, like the car flew. Like, what are the chances? That is But so also, terrifying. how do we know the car? I mean, obviously the car flew because it was like a ramp of snow off of the bridge because the sides aren't big, as I was saying. Oh, even time. if it just like went whoink, off the edge. Yeah. I'd still consider that flying off the Holy bridge. Holy shit. Like, me too. Yeah. Um, but I thought maybe the car moved in the current because that's a pretty yeah, and it probably current. did. It probably yeah. landed. Wow. It probably didn't just go straight to the bottom. Well, it certainly would float for a little while, right? And then, so he probably was um, unconscious at impact. I'm gonna say I that. Hope so, like I hope that he didn't even know what. Yeah, happened. like with the the mud girl, I'm just gonna assume that he was passed out on impact. Like okay. Oh my God. I That's a high bridge. Being in the car and knowing like, oh crap, I'm out of Holy control. Fuck. And then you're like, oh, oh hell no. no. 